So a priest walks into a bar. He says, ow! <laughs> you know how a lawyer passes the bar? Goes around it? Hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Bar jokes today. Bar jokes. Bar <laughs> jokes. Um, God bless you guys. We uh, welcome you into our home. My name is Matt. I'm Nancy. And we're the Davenports. And we do Bible studies. And I only say that. Most most of the people that watch our Bible studies watch them all the time. So um, that's like, oh, duh. Um, <laughs> but for those of you who might be new and haven't watched this before, <clears throat> Welcome aboard. Yeah. We have been studying in the book of James, and we are just right on the cusp of finishing the first chapter. Um, but what we like to do, as is our daily process, is to start the day with what we call the verse of the day that comes to us from Olive Tree Bible uh, Program app, app. app, whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not, you know, a paid spokesman or anything, but I do highly recommend it. It's a very, very good app. Yeah, it is. The cool thing is, is it downloads to your your computer, your phone, whatever, your device. So you don't have to be online to access the Word. Good idea. Anyway, so Nancy takes care of that. What do we got? Today we have, <clears throat> myself prepared, it's a lot of words here. Matthew 5. Verses 43 through 45. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son, S-U-N, Rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. That'll preach. Why? No kidding. It's such a it's such an interesting thing when we when we look at that because it's really hard to love some people. It is, it and just people is. people some want people to unlovable. they want to grab a hold of that hate your enemy part, you know. So then well, when we, they... we learn from the Old Testament to, um, you know, that, that the Israelites often had to kill. Yeah. So it, it was a, you know, there's a lot of military action and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we understand, as is human nature, to hate those who hate mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just to <laughs> stay away from them or dislike them, but to hate them. Yeah. And Jesus was. Yeah. In disagreement with that. Yeah. So then he so. tells us, and you know, the words of Jesus are the words we need to follow. Love your enemies. Love the enemies. Love yeah. the enemies. And you know, Bless it's easy to love those you. who love you. Yeah. It's easy to love those who have, you know, your best thoughts in mind. Yeah. But you know, when you look at those who are in opposition to your 
standing, whether... Good morning, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Whether it's uh, political, whether it's um, ideological, whatever it is, whether it's uh, spiritual or religious, mm-hmm. it's it's easy to dislike those who disagree with us. Right. And put them in a place of, uh, categorize them as as the unlovable and hate them. And here's here's what I've noticed in my life. The more you think ill of a person, regardless of whether or not you hate them, the more you think ill of that person, the more you will grow to hate them. And then that just becomes an open sore in your heart. Yep, a wound that can't Mm -hmm. be healed. So we learn to forgive, we learn to forget, we learn to love regardless. We love first and then let the goodness of God uh, do its thing. Mm Yeah. Anyway, just a quick, 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 quick. Hey, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, Yeah, hit the (laughs) notification. Like, subscribe, hit the notifications, and share. That's the one I usually forget. Share. Yeah. Share the video to those. Now, of course, if you're watching online right now, you're like, "What is he talking about?" Um, It's because all these videos become YouTube videos at some point. And as soon as, as soon as we get the things figured out, it'll try. I'll try to get it caught up. So because we're a couple of videos behind. Okay, if you need anything from us, you can reach us at BibleStudyLife. Dot. Well, BibleStudyLife. Dot org is not really up and running, but it it's up and running. It's accessible, but it's in the midst of creation. But BibleStudyLife at Yahoo.com is the best way to reach, reach yeah. us. Yeah. Prayers, contact, suggestions, questions, whatever. We're not scholars, but we will do everything we can to find answers for your questions. And we are on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and the website mentioned, and then Spotify, Amazon Music, and bunch of places for the podcast because that's what happens. One of the things that we do with this broadcast is to turn it into a podcast, mm-hmm. and podcast goes out all over the place. All right, all right, enough of that. Let's get into work. As I said, we are in James, and we're kind of in the last part of James. And James is uh, really uh, an amazing book to study. If you are new watching us, you can go to our YouTube all the way back to when we first started the the, um, the book. So there's 20-ish, yeah, 20 videos or so that's on YouTube or Rumble, whichever you prefer, right now and available, and you can go all the way back to the beginning. And that's only James chapter 1, all 20 of those. Yeah, that's all <laughs> chapter 1, because and there's going to be probably between today and tomorrow, probably five more that are in there that are on the book, or the uh, first chapter of James. Yeah. There's just a lot so of meat much, there. Yeah, we, we're yeah. on a crawl because we, we don't want to skip over anything. Right. We don't want to get five verses out today. We want to get what's in yeah, each verse. Yeah, we want to get each verse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's funny because... Uh, it, you know, studying the Word of God with the Holy Spirit is like being presented with about a 50-ounce steak. You want to eat it all right now, but it's not possible <laughs> if you're going to get if you're going to taste it the way you want to taste it. Can you imagine a 50-ounce steak? No. You'd be like this. Thing. Wow, I'm hungry all of a sudden. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm a steak eater. All right, so let's pray over the Word, and we'll get right into it. Father, we love you, we love your word, and it is our deepest desire to understand more and more of it on a day-to-day basis. 
Holy Spirit, we invite you this morning to lead us and guide us, teach us. Be a revelator that we might see more than just what's on the page. Grasp greater understandings through you, your teaching. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All righty. So, um, again, we are in James chapter 1. We're going to pick up in verse 26. And we're going to read 26 and 27. And then we're going to go back into a little little bit of 26 and, and get some, some deeper stuff. All right. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. All right, so we, we have talked about the use of the word religion and religious um, in past videos. So uh, when those all get loaded up, you can kind of catch up with that if you'd like to. But I want to emphasize that the term religion, religious, basically refers to one who worships God. And I know that it gets kind of twisted in today's understanding and it's in, and religion has been the basis of a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. But, but true religion is not one of those kinds of things. True religion is the worshiping of God. Let's focus on the, la the um, second half uh, verse 26 does not bridle his tongue uh, it probably needs to be read together to make more sense mm -hmm. if anyone among you thinks he is religious in other words to the people that James is writing to which in this case is us okay if any of us think we are religious or worshipers of God Okay, if we think that we're the people that God has chosen and we're doing the things of God, but, <laughs> so the, what are the things of God? What, what, what does it mean to be a religious person, a Christian who loves God and is serving God? What does that mean? I mean, in a, in a nutshell, what, what would, what, how would we describe that? The question is, how, what's it? I'm going to make sure I understand what you're asking me. <laughs> What does it mean to be religious? Oh, okay, okay. I mean, what does it mean to be religious as a worshiper of God? Because we know that that's what the word actually means. Yeah, well, obviously, to I mean, to me, it's obvious <laughs> to uh, to keep your your heart and your mind set on God and to read His Word and to pray and to let His voice come into you and let you hear that. Okay, that's that's our actions. What's the outflow that happens as a Christian? I mean, we know without looking at the bottom of the paragraph, because that explains it. Our actions and our, our, so we have this creed. As Christians, we have a creed. Everybody has a creed. It's a thing, okay? You got a creed. I got a creed. She's got a creed. We got a creed. Everybody's got a creed. Okay. The creed is these are the things we do and these are the things we don't do. Okay. And that's, that's just, in in that in that little nutshell we were just talking about, as Christians we have a creed to do what is right in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. Okay. To do what is right in the sight of God. Okay? So God says, feed the homeless, then we should as Christians we should be feeding the homeless. Now understand the great thing about it is is that God has an individual relationship with us, and so some things we're called to do that others aren't. And vice versa okay but ultimately the bottom line 
to be religious in this context is to do what is right in the eyes of God, what God is telling us to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we have we have lists. Paul loves to give us lots of lists. We have lists in scriptures that guides us. Okay. They're not the law in that we're going to if we make a mistake to go boom, you know, zap, boom, that one's gone. Nope, they did that wrong. Boom, that one's gone. No, it's nothing like that. But it is a realization that God is giving us guidance. God is calling us into something better. He's patient. He's kind. He's good. And he doesn't expect us to get saved one day and be preaching, you know, to the world on a world stage the next day. That's not what he's doing. But the bottom line for a religious person, someone who truly worships God, is to do what is right in his sight. Okay, so he says... For those who think you are religious, in other words, for those who think they're doing what God is telling you to do, okay? But he gets really specific. <laughs> he gets really specific. And there's a lot of places in Scripture that get really specific. Hey, if you're calling yourself this, this is, and you're doing this, so this isn't the only place where somebody says, hey, look, don't do this. This is not how you reflect God. But it is one of the key things that can get us in trouble really really quick if anyone among you thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue ooh, what does it mean to bridle your tongue <laughs> come here boy I'm put a lasso around that thing and we're just gonna yank it back all right so what does a bridle do <laughs> it um, pulls back <laughs> what else does it do a guides it's a guide mm -hmm. exactly so God is saying through James, you need to guide your tongue. You need to be saying proper understanding and not a bunch of junk. So is that where people say, I don't have a filter. I just say whatever I think. Yeah, those kind of people. Um, <laughs> that's not okay. I'm sorry. If, first of all, if you're aware... Yeah. That you say whatever. Yeah. If you're aware of that, that makes you wrong right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, this is who I am. Well, you need yeah. to do something about that. Yeah. Okay? Or laugh it off and say, sorry. I, oh, just, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just need to do something with your life. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, we hear that. We, we see that quite often. Well, this is yeah. who I am. Yeah. Well, that's why Jesus came. Mm -hmm. Because who we are isn't okay. The interesting thing is, is a person who's quiet and shy and timid and does keep them their mouth under control or their thinking under control, they need Jesus just as much as the rest of us. But if we come to an understanding that we don't know how to keep ourselves under control, that's not acceptable. That's not saying, oh, well, yeah, like we said, oh, that's just me. No, that's not okay. Now... Um, there's there's a need for growth and understanding in our lives. That's why we need Jesus. Eileen is saying, yikes, tongues can be a hard one, and why what we think on is so extremely important. Yeah. So true. We, we are called to change. There's, there's, Jesus isn't calling us, and he didn't die on a cross so we could be who we are. He died on the yeah. cross so we could be something more. Yeah. Something greater. Yeah. It's not a call to uh, bring your baggage with you and sling it around and knock people over with it. 
It's a call to bring your baggage and give it to him and walk away. There you go. And that's one of the struggles that we have. For us to call ourselves a Christian, for us to call ourselves religious, and, and to be offensive with our mouths, James is saying, no, that's that's not acceptable. Right. That's not, you know, what we we what we can do to a person. I've had it happen to me, and unfortunately, I'm guilty of doing it. What we can do to a person with just two or three words out of our mouth can destroy or undo or or cause damage yes. for a lifetime. Yes, it can. We are called to bridle the tongue. And guess who is supposed to be pulling on the reins? Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So in using that term of bridle that we put on a horse, now you, you bridle up the horse, okay, and immediately the horse knows, I mean, if he's trained at all, mm -hmm. immediately the horse knows that I'm under the control of my rider. So as the Holy Spirit becomes a part of our lives, and we learn to bridle our tongues and the things that we say. Um, yeah, the, the term filter. <clears throat> I have no filter. Meaning there's nothing between here and here mm -hmm. that slows anything down. Mm -hmm. I think of it, I say it. Guess what? Mm -hmm. That's not originality. That's immaturity. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not a that's not a promising quality. That's 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 a negative quality. That's a bad thing. Yeah. And we have to learn, and, I, and I'm, I'm guilty, preaching to myself right here, but we have to learn that the things that come out of our mouth can do so much damage, not only to the person we're talking to, but to ourselves, and even more so to the reputation of Jesus Christ to that person. Okay? If you're talking to somebody who knows they need the Lord, but they're struggling, and you say something stupid because you don't have a filter, guess what? Their blood is on your hands. Think about that. Their blood is on your hands. We are called to present Jesus. Not to compromise. I'm not saying that. Don't even go there. But we are called to present Jesus in the loving, wonderful way that he is. And if we want to be ourselves... And say whatever comes to mind. Stop. Shut up. And go home. <laughs> we have to learn to let the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. bridle our tongue and control the things that we're saying, because otherwise, it gets. I mean, you know, look look at a look at a horse that's unbridled. Look at a horse, especially a horse that's not used to a bridle. Yeah. And then you put one on there, arr, 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 they're all over the place. No, 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 I don't want to, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I like being able to do whatever I want to do. But that's that makes the horse useless, and many times that's what leads to the glue factory. Mm -hmm. Because the horse cannot be controlled, and it's useless, except to stand in the field and spend money on their feed. And Horses eat a lot of food. I imagine they do. They're a big you animal. Know, they're big animals. Yeah. So the bridle is necessary for us to be under the control of the Holy Spirit. And he goes on, and this we've kind of covered this in our conversation, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion, 
is useless. So in other words, what you're doing as a Christian is ineffective and your connection to God is not nearly what you think it is. Okay? Now, we're, we're graced with a patient God that takes us from glory to glory and grows us little by little. But there is a reality where if you're not taking steps, even one at a time, even slowly, you're never going to make it to the second story. You're never going to get up there. If you're standing in the bottom floor and you're thinking, oh, I'm good to go, but I don't want to change. I don't want to put a bridle on my tongue. I like who I am. That's where you, that, that's it. You got your reward. That's as good as it gets. And there's a good chance that if you refuse to grow, that you will die off in the spiritual. And you will be no better off than anybody else on the planet that hasn't met Jesus. I know that's harsh, mm -hmm. but he says your religion, your worship to God yeah. is useless. Absolutely. That's how James put it. That's in the word. It's not Matt talking. That's in the word. Useless. So, it's kind of harsh. Useless. All right. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks for stopping by today. Hope you guys got a little something from the word. If you need to contact us again, Bible study life at yahoo.com. We always answer our emails. We love communication. We love connection. Hey, celebrate with us. The Lord has provided a house for us. We're very excited about it. We're, we're going to be uh, moving into it probably not until uh, April-ish. I'm hoping March, more like March-ish. March sometime yeah. in March. I don't know. We'll see a lot of things to get done between now and then. Yeah. But we are blessed. Thank you for your prayers. Um, God has provided. And we'll give you more details later. But he has provided just exactly what we were mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. We love you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thursday. <laughs>